Are there signs of life in the crypto market? Is the bear thinking about going into hibernation so the bull can run once again? Or is this upturn just another head fake? We'll take a look at the latest news in the Bitcoin and blockchain world to make sense of it all. And we're going to do it while dealing with the fact that there are less than seven weeks of shopping days until Christmas. May this coming season find us saying ho, 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 instead of oh, no, 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 on our bad news, episode number 698 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? Are you crypto serious or somewhere crypto in between us? It doesn't matter. You're in the right place because you are in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia with Sir Lord Joel and Sir Lord Travis, your guides, your what are what are some of the things we call ourselves? I just went blank. Metaverse morons, web Metaverse three weenies. Morons. There we go. <laughs> Blockchain blockheads. That's it. It's uh episode. I think the best we, we if we were in Australia it would be hey, we're the crypto cunts. <laughs> oh my god. If we were in Australia. But we're not in Australia, so we're not going to say that. That's like, you know, in, in America, that is in in America, that is such a strong word, right? People, that is like one of the most disgusting things you can call somebody yeah, in Australia. You go in the UK or you go to Australia, and that's like their favorite word. Yeah, they they're use, all that. Oh, good. I love it when they go, you're a good cunt. Like, <laughs> wow, thanks. Uh, I don't know how to take that, brother. <laughs> This, this episode marked with explicit rating, courtesy of Sir Lord Travis Wright. It's good. Oh, uh, man. So we have news for you guys, and I think it's time for us to get into it. Insert transition music here. All right. Look at, looking at uh, CoinGecko.com here. Checking out. Now, in the last seven days, Bitcoin's been up about 5%. Yeah, about we... That? Went about to 28.4. I'm not sure what set it off. The current crypto market cap here, time stamping on the 3rd of uh, October, 12.18 p.m. EST is $1.12 trillion. Bitcoin currently pulling back a little bit. The last 24 hours, about 2.5% to 27,386. Ethereum also popped up to like 17.50 and then took a sudden dive back to 16.50. BNB, 213. XRP, 51 cents. Uh, Solana, $24. Cardano, 26 cents. And Dogecoin rounding out the top 10. Uh, six cents by the way you may have noticed i've quit saying stable coins that are in the top 10 three of them are stable coins or staked ether and like what's the point because you know what the price of those is going to be so let's just talk well, you about just kind of ignore those and you get to get a couple other ones polygon had a pretty decent week but but solana had a really big week as well so there's a couple of things that's popped up on those that we will get to as well there was some big was there some big winners there's some big, big, yeah. big winners. solana was probably one of the biggest winners you know bitcoin sv was a big winner thor chain gala also had a pretty big week roll bitcoin that i've never even heard was the big winner this week with about 37 percent up not a lot of big losers this week though joel nope uh just some people that i know but other 
Yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna shout them. We're out. not we gonna we're not gonna say their names. But uh, one name we will uh, say is John McAfee. And uh, this news on Protos.com says that the crypto legend John McAfee's suicide has been confirmed by Spanish courts. So there you go. You can trust them, guys. They're saying that uh, it was a suicide, even though that he said um, he he would never be suicidal. And even though Janice has said that uh, that he was not suicidal, they're saying that uh, he, he was suicidal. They literally said, no, that if I hang myself a la Epstein, it will be of no fault of mine. Right. Literally said it. Yeah, literally he literally so. said that on October 15th, 2020, on June 2021, he was found dead. And why is it, Joel, though, it's it's October 2023. Why did it take them, you know, 28 months for them to, to declare this like that? Right. It's kind of weird. And why right. is why does Janice never got the body or whatever? Right. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff going on with that. I'm not so much of a conspiracy theorist around this one because there's not really much of a theory. It's they offed him. He had shit he was going to say, and they offed him. And they call it suicide because that's what they do. Because that's what they do. They suicide you. So uh, moving on, the Daily Hoddle says that more more than $892 million were lost in exploits involving Oracle networks. What's the story all about, Trav? So, you know, Oracles are connecting blockchains with external data, and then it allows the smart contracts to execute certain tasks. And DeFi, it uses oracles to really grab the prices of those particular cryptos. And there's been a bunch of malicious actors that have been working on this to exploiting that with the fee- the price feeds. And, and they just go in and drain the platform's funds. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's been a lot of that stuff happening, almost $900 million happening since 2020, which that's not good. I don't like that. It's nope. not helpful. People are there's crappy people out there, folks. In fact, in the last two weeks, I've known two people um, that are over 60 years old that have fallen prey to a phishing scheme that then led them to spending tens of thousands of dollars on phone cards because so much fear was created um, by the scammers that their bank accounts were uh, all in jeopardy and that a family member might get hurt you know just dude that happened to my mom that happened to my mom my mom lost about 25 grand with using phone cards and she was so embarrassed she wouldn't even talk to me about ask me about it until she had run out of funds and was like hey i need to send some money over here can you help me and i was like what's going on then she was like she sheepishly told me the story and i shit you not Within 47 seconds, I found research of it that showed that it was a scam. Mm -hmm. And she did not believe me, did not believe me. And then I said, okay, well, just tell the scammer that you're dead. Tell the scammer, have have this be like from my brother. Hey, my mom, she's not waking up. Hey. And then then his first message was, oh, well, maybe you can connect me to uh, your your brother. Maybe he can pay me. And I was like, "Ah, do you see the zero empathy and compassion on this? Here was some dude that was hanging out in Turkey, uh, f- originally from Senegal, like which tracked the dude, figured out who he was. And uh, I-, I know exactly where the dude was and I could have gone and met him. But I was like, you know what, mom, don't be doing this dumb shit. Like, they, they, and, and there's so many easy ways. There's this guy called uh, Scammer uh, uh, Payback, Scammer Payback. The guy on- who gets on YouTube. And, oh my and, god he's so good he goes yeah. in and finds these scammer call like literally 
they're, they're trying to get you to scam. They're, they're Apple scams, PayPal scams, Microsoft, you know, uh, virus scams. All of these are scams. They don't, they're not Here's the main thing. You. Tell especially those that are more vulnerable, right? If you've got your, you know, your mom, your dad, your aunt, you know, if you've got somebody that isn't quite technology savvy, um, the ones they're going to go after, tell them, Hey, your financial institution is never going to do something like this, right? They're never going to reach out to you saying, Hey, your account's in jeopardy. You're not going to get an email from them that says, click this link to fix your password. You're not going to get a text from them. If they're doing that, they're trying to steal from you. And if they ever say anything about phone cards, that is the huge red flag. And they're going to threaten you and they're going to threaten family members. If you don't do this, yeah. don't do it. Call the authorities. Yeah. Don't fall. They want Apple cash pay cards. They want to get, you know, the, 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 the virtual credit cards, Amazon gift cards. And typically what they'll do is they'll do something where they, they connect, they, they try to connect into your computer because they're the they're they're the uh, customer service. So click this. Let me get into the computer. And then what they do is they a lot of times they'll show you. Oh, oh, I, the six hundred dollars that that we took from you. Whoops, we'll give it back to you. Oh no, I just sent you back six thousand dollars right. accidentally. BS. <laughs> and they go, oh, now you owe us money. You, you can't. You just gave us six thousand. You just you know. And so they 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 scare you into thinking that that happened and uh, it, didn't it didn't happen. Think about this, Trav. We're given this gift of life and it's short. It goes quickly. And, you know, some of us live longer than others, but it's a gift no matter what. Imagine taking that gift that you've been given and using it to harm other people. Right. What a piece of human debris, like the the bottom feeders, the scum well, of the earth. So true. And, Hopefully and there's some there's retribution at the end of this life cycle before yeah. the next life cycle or however it works that they got to deal with all that stuff. And they go, Oh man, I really screwed up. Holy cow. Justice. And, uh, yeah. We shall justice. See. There will be justice. I believe Maybe that. we move so, the story around here. Cause we're talking about interesting, crazy people shit going down. Let's talk about a uh, bit boy. Not that he's a shitty person, but just like some crazy shit has gone down. And I'm, I'm really upset right now because Joel has my Lambo. Joel has my Lambo, and I'm going to go live stream outside of his house. Well, you need to give me back my Lambo, Joel. Look, I, I, uh, I've got nothing against Ben. We've always, you and I, have always been very friendly. We knew him before he blew up. You know, he he used to do beards and bitcoins with that other dude, and we, you know, we know Justin, and and uh, um, you know, n nothing but love for you, Ben. Um, my take has always been, and I don't know if I've said this publicly or just to you privately, that he's he's just asking for trouble he's 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 so brash in his a public approach he's touted publicly telling people to actually buy certain right. coins like we've never done that guys go go through our episodes and find a time where we've ever said you should invest and buy something we're always really clear that you need to go do your own research and don't listen to us dumbasses you know figure it out for yourself and be responsible well, for your the reason why he got so big right because he's out there telling people how mm -hmm. to do and everybody's a genius in a bull market right yeah. everybody's a genius like we could have gone oh buy this buy that buy this oh man look how smart we are but the bear market comes and you know it's it's not it's not always it's not always roses joel it's it's when we're seeing a little bit of that this has got to be near the bottom of the bear market right yeah. it, when this stuff is happening right now it's we got to be close to it dude the, the, 
he did an insane that 37 minute thing he did that the stream that ended with him getting arrested that yeah he's not bitboy anymore so the company that either owns or funded what he's done the hit network basically took his company i don't i don't know who's right or wrong and i don't know who's telling the truth i have no idea because you know they know their story they know their story and somewhere in between is is what actually happened uh but ben feels slighted and he went to the house of carlos diaz who is somehow linked to this hit network said that Diaz wanted to kill him, threatened his life, that this guy's got links with the Houston Mafia, and he went and did this stream. Uh, you know, you could see about half of it before the cops come, and he has to put his phone down. Then it's really hard to hear. He ends up getting arrested. He is out of prison now, uh, jail, and I guess he's starting his stream up again. And, uh, you know, good luck to you, Ben. Um, that, that's all I have to say. I, I harbor no ill will at all and, and hope he uh comes out of this yeah, figured out he's been great for the crypto market he's taught a lot of people a lot of stuff but i think that you know if you go and look at what happened was he was having an affair with somebody and then he was on some drugs and then he was acting very erratic so hopefully if you're on drugs and you're don't do live streams bro i mean if that's the case i don't know the case what's going on but just as a general rule if you're on some serious drugs don't put that shit on social media I, I'm not a big fan of people putting their their private life public mm -hmm. anyhow, you know, that he's look, hey, your marriage is bad. You're cheating on your wife. All right. That whatever. That's your personal business. Uh, but the cop when the cops showed up, they want to know if anybody else was in the car. He said he had a gun in the car and it was anybody else in the car. And he hesitated several times. The cop kept, kept asking him. And then he finally said his uh, his lover, Cassie was in the car i'm like this is all drama what this, oh yeah God. it's so much drama it's like wow. this is like a tmz thing wow. or something but he was so. getting back with his wife because he was a family man anyways this is all private He's, personal yeah. life stuff i don't know people like to watch a train wreck uh unfortunately i've had enough train wrecks in crypto over the last 18 months joel let's talk about something good here's something good yeah. micro strategy Bought another $147 million worth of Bitcoin, Joel. Look at this. Now, Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy own 158,000 Bitcoin. 158,000. Let me let me just do The article probably says. But He's going to get up to 210 Bitcoin, 210,000 Bitcoin. Uh, my calculator times out on the value of this. So let's see if we see what the value is here in the story. $4.68 billion is the current holdings in Bitcoin and MicroStrategy. I mean, this is either the dumbest move in corporate history or the most brilliant. And I'm going to err towards most brilliant. I think that uh, I personally believe, not financial advice, that we're going to see higher highs on Bitcoin and that the value of this portfolio is going to go from four point, what was it, four point six billion to over fifteen billion. I think that's going to happen. Yeah. And they've done some really cool stuff within MicroStrategy. Mm -hmm. I read that so <clears throat> people in, within MicroStrategy can earn Satoshis by doing stuff, right? And I think that, you know, I love that idea, kind of like how we had that interview with Fountain. Listen to our podcast on Fountain, earn Satoshis. Like, that's cool. I think more and more people are going to be able to, like, so within their system in MicroStrategy, you can actually, like, oh, this dude, you can dab him up. This, oh, Joel just did something awesome. Boom. Get him some Satoshis. Yeah. So within their corporation, they are 
everybody is aware of Bitcoin, right? And they're actually using it as microtransactions within their company, which I think it's cool. I think it's a pretty, it's, a, it's an interesting future model of how maybe organizations are going to do this. But dude, when it's all said and done, dude, he's going to have 1% of Bitcoin. Pretty amazing. So remember how all these past years we've been talking how China keeps, you know, flip-flopping. We're banning Bitcoin. We're not banning Bitcoin. We're banning, mi banning mining. We're not banning mining. Well, this just came from Shanghai. Bitcoin has now gained legal recognition as a digital currency in Shanghai. It is a virtual property protected by law. So there's there's really no turning back from this. This, I believe, is the the uh, the the nozzle that opens up the spigot for uh, Bitcoin to become more legitimate in all of China and these other countries that have said, yeah, you know, we're not so sure if we want to let this happen here. Well, it's interesting is there's a, still a blanket ban on crypto in China, mm -hmm. right? Um, however, Bitcoin has now been recognized as a unique and non-replicable digital asset. So, by, by the People's Court in China with Judge yeah. Wapner. Yeah, ba -ba -bum. Chi Chinese Judge Wapner. Ba -ba <laughs> ba -ba oh, uh, I'm Doug Llewellyn. Oh my gosh, I remember Doug. Uh, no, no, no. You'd be I'm Doug Llewellyn. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, not I love that though. Non-replicable digital asset. That's what Bitcoin is. And so okay. it's never been replicated. Nobody can, it's, you know, that's huge. So let's see what that does. And I see some little rumblings and some grumblings. It looks like, you know, while we know crypto has been up 5% over the last week, that's a nice move. I personally want Bitcoin to stay down until like early November so that I could buy some more. Well, while, while communist China... Communist China is saying what you were going to like recognize this currency. Wimpy, limp wristed banks in the Western world are going, right. no, we don't like Bitcoin. Chase UK is right. going to block crypto payments saying there's fraud and scams. Well, in that case, you should you should totally ban the euro because I guarantee you more money is stolen via the euro every year than via crypto. You should maybe ban money being sent to Ukraine. So if we don't yeah. want to have any, you know, any laundering or anything, we probably don't want that. So if you are a UK client of the banking giant Chase, you are no longer going to have access to off-ramp your crypto starting on October 16th, right? Now, that's the key thing is like, I think that what makes crypto so helpful now is because it's kind of a hybrid. You can do the on-ramp of fiat onto crypto, onto Coinbase, and then buy your cryptos. And if you want to sell it, you can take it off, and, and you can access that fiat money when you need it. If they start taking that stuff away, like what they're doing in the UK, yeah, that's a bad thing. And so recently, Coinbase was in Washington, D.C. talking about, hey, you know, uh, you know, sharing with senators about what was going on. And they created this cool little can that said, I think it said, 52 million people in America had crypto or something. And they were talking about all these jobs. And it's like, this is a great job creator. But, you know, we've been talking about this for six years, man. If you're going to keep banning crypto and uh, eliminating innovation or allowing people in America to access it, well, then they're just going to leave America. And so let's stop doing that dumb shit. And, and the UK is becoming more draconian 
by the day, it seems. It's weird. Look what a spokesperson for Chase UK said in an email to customers. We're committed to helping keep our customers' money safe and secure. Lie. You're not committed to that. The money's not even there in the bank. We've seen an increase in the number of crypto scams targeting UK customers, so we've taken the decision to prevent the purchase of crypto assets on a Chase debit card or blah, blah, blah. Translated, we like our corrupt system the way it works now, and so uh, we're we're not going to allow infiltrators to infiltrate, uh, interrupt our corruptitude with uh, an opportunity for people to be free from the system which we have enslaved them to. Yeah. I think that's what well, it said, pretty much. Right Some along that. It said, and just wait, in a couple of months, we're going to roll out our own CBDC, the Chase Bank <laughs> digital currency. Yeah. And, uh, and then you all, all you bitches are ours. Yeah. So this is why our next episode, number 699, is going to be super important. We've got uh, Jameson Lop coming back to the show to talk about the importance of holding your own keys, being your own custodian of your crypto. So make sure that you're subscribed so that when that episode comes out, it automatically comes your way and you can uh, hear how important this is. What do we got going on here? This is looks like uh, big growth in the crypto fund world, Trav. Yeah. So, so there are some discussions happening. Well, you know, according to Bernstein, which is a big uh, research fund, a big research team, they basically said that a lot of these funds are going to grow. These crypto funds can grow by as much as 13x, which could be huge. So also I'm looking at these things, Joel, and I, I know there was one billionaire. And I'm going to see if I can't find uh, the name of the guy who said it. But he said this is that, you know, right now, Bitcoin total value is about $500 billion or something, whatever it is. At least that's what it was at the time. And and so looking at that and then looking at where it could go, he's like, dude, Bitcoin could easily 3x if it's a commodity. You're looking at commodities and how big oil is and gold and all this. And then Bitcoin's only 500 billion. Like it's like it seems to me and it seemed to him 3x is really easy. You're not going to 3x gold, but you might 3x Bitcoin. You might 5x Bitcoin, right? You 5x Bitcoin from 25,000 to you know, 125,000 or something like that. That's a nice chunk. Maybe Bitcoin goes up to 250,000. Then what happens is the total market cap of it went from 500 billion to 5 trillion, right? Mm -hmm. I could see the whole crypto market space, market cap, hitting 10 trillion or close to 10 trillion Mm -hmm. during this next bull run. That's not financial advice. That's just Travis kind of looking at the, looking at all the pieces and saying where it could go. But if it does, there's going to be a whole lot of wealth coming in. Or it could be that people needed to get into crypto because the global economy's taking a tank. And But then again, last time the global economy took a tank, Bitcoin took the tank with it, right? It went all the way down to three grand, so 3,800 or whatever. So it's always interesting. It's hard to prognosticate this space because it can be so volatile. And then crazy shit like SBF can happen. Well, right. and there there are forces intentionally, you know, playing against it, you know, and they say uh, even a, a blind squirrel finds a nut from time to time. Gary Gensler, you know, of Security Exchange Commission uh, said that Bitcoin is not a security. It's like, yay, he he actually did something right uh, amongst all the other overbearing, you know, tyrannical uh, statements that he's made against cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. He's a but- tyrannical source, Rex. 
Yeah. He is. Hey, um, Trav, you know that uh, that Taylor Swift is uh, now dating Travis Kelsey, right? Really? I hadn't heard that. At yeah, all. yeah, I'm sure you had heard that. I and heard I, nobody who pays attention to the NFL has heard anything about that. I, I don't understand why it, Russia thinks that she needs to be killed over it. I, I don't get it. There's a story right here on Bitcoin.com. Russian banker states Swift needs to be killed. What? Oh, man. Why? Oh, man. Why do they hate her so much? That's the bank financial. Oh, it's the okay. Never mind. I yeah. You you need to calm down. Okay, so let's talk about Sam Bankman Free. Step on my crown. You need to calm down. (laughs) My daughter loves Taylor Swift, and we're fans of the Chiefs, and so you can see she's really happy. And I said, you know, it'd be funny because like Taylor Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were both uh, uh, born in the year 1989. So I thought, oh, I might get you a nineteen or an eighty-nine Chiefs jersey, eighty-nine that says Swift on the back. She goes, ha ha ha, that's awesome. She's like, but you need to calm down, Dad. Let's wait until they're dating for at least three months before I, we buy a Chiefs jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wisdom from your daughter here. So you no, just mentioned you mentioned Sam Bankman-Fried, and yeah. uh, you found this story here. What is what's uh, what's he tied to now? Well, there was some stuff going around. There was uh, so whenever FTX, you know, got busted, then there was some remaining crypto left in there, and then it got hacked. I don't know if you remember that. Like, oh, FTX got hacked, and then so after you know the the uh, the global empire had collapsed, essentially, there was I don't know twenty two two or three thousand ETH. I think at the time was ganked, and then it had been sitting for the longest time. But what happened was this last week, it actually started moving. So 700 ETH were transferred via ThorChain. 1,200 was transferred from Railgun. Another, some odd amount was, is sitting in another wallet. So it's for the first time that uh, that, that had happened. And I guess there's 12,500 ETH still sitting in that original wallet. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> who knows who drained that? I don't know. But um, it seems interesting when you're kind of piecing it all together and looking at it. It seemed to me that originally when it happened, it was probably an inside deal. But I don't know. I don't have any information on that other than, hey, that's moving now. Well, the SBF trial is about to begin. And so we're going to be keeping an eye on that as well. Uh, and ending with actually, some... As a cover on that, there is on Coindesk, there is the full coverage there. I'm going to go ahead and put that into the show notes because there's the full coverage of what's going on with SBF now. All the stuff. There's a bunch of articles popping Here's up. Here's the story. There. Sam Bankman Freed FTX trial. Five things that you need to know. All We haven't had a chance to dig into this, so you guys can go check out the show notes at badco.in forward slash 698 to see link to this stories and others. Ending on a positive note, Travis, this story on Cointelegraph says massive crypto use cases to surface by 2030, says a Coinbase executive. Uh, file this under no shit Sherlock. Like, mm-hmm. of course, it's coming. We needed a Coinbase executive to to tell us that this is coming. Uh, everybody who's seen the vision of Bitcoin and understand understood how blockchain technology works can see that adoption has not stopped. I don't care if the, the bear has been going. Rah, rah, rah. This is when people are building. And they're building like crazy and all around the world. I, You know, we said this six years ago, early on in the show, and I'll say it still today. All around the world, governments, organizations, corporations, enterprise, small business, individuals are all developing 
in this blockchain space. And every day there is more development that has taken place than the day before. It is a constant growth curve in this space. And it's it seems like it's going to be one of those slowly and then suddenly things, right? Well, look that, at it. Look at that chart right there, Joel, halfway down that article that it says transactions on oh. Ethereum magnet versus transactions on layer twos, right? I mean, look at that from, this is the bear market. So it started out, it's a, it's a map from Cointelegraph that said like, basically in, in September 22, then we're looking at transactions per second. It looks like maybe 15 transactions per second were happening on the main net. And then, you know, about the same amount on, on the ETH or on the, on the second L2s. But then you start looking like, ba-boom, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Now it's up to oh, almost 60 transactions per second, whereas the main net is pretty much staying stationary. It's not really moving up more. But look at all those, uh, like Polygon that's built on top of it, right? And you have Immutable X and some of these other ones that are built on top of Ethereum and all these transactions that are happening, like it's trending, it's trending straight up and to the right, Joel. So that what does that tell us? Tells us that it's coming, ready or not. There's no stopping it. You can't yep. stop it. A lot of dApps being built. A lot it. of things being built in the space. This is so. It's like builders are building, and we're now. So when, when is the having? It's in May, right, or late uh, April? I uh, sometime. Let me uh, look it up while you share that thought. Yeah. So it's like thinking about this. Like we are about seven, eight months. It would seem to me away from the having i don't know the exact excuse me the exact amount but i think you know t minus six months i think the grumblings that we're starting to see in bitcoin right now are probably the are probably the, the beginning movers of this next bull run not financial advice but just saying keep an eye on it <clears throat> me personally when i sell my house i'm buying some bitcoin because i i have a feeling that we're going to see past the top 69,000 it was before, probably going to hit close to 100,000, might hit a little bit more than that, depending on what happens. But if if, any, if this is anything like what's happened before, we're going to start seeing the run up, then it's going to be a bigger run up. And then in about November of 2025 is when we're going to start seeing maybe a pop up and then a quick pop down like November, December of 2025. Historically, that would be when crypto starts tanking. Right. In January, it has its little last hurrah before it falls off the cliff. That's what it's done three times before. Right. So you look at when the, when is the market's peak? It was normally in November or December of that next year. And then, boom, then it does a quick 40 percent sell off. Something happens. But with Bitcoin's having becoming, you know, much less, only three point one two five per uh, block mind is is a much smaller reward. So how does that going to impact at all? Uh, remains to be seen to me, Joel. Well, you know, my common sense says that that means it's going to cost miners more to yep. mine for the Bitcoin that they're mining. And so how does that uh, not drive the value of Bitcoin up? And what happens if they can't afford? Remember before in the, the when the bear market was really bad, a lot of miners shut down mining because it wasn't profitable. And what happens? Well, the Bitcoin network is so resilient. You've got other people that just pick up the slack like, oh, right. this is a great opportunity for me to turn on, you know, my PC and right. see if right. I can mine some Bitcoin. It, it's it's absolutely brilliant. So Speaking um, of mining Bitcoin, you guys are going to want to tune in again to next episode number six nine nine with Jameson Lop as we cover a lop 
of that kind of stuff. And he is just a wealth of information. His website, lop.net, is a huge wealth of information. Check that out before you listen to next week's episode and then just tune in to how brilliant this guy is. You're going to want to listen to his words because he has a few of them. And after that, episode number 700 is coming your way. And Surler Travis and I will recap, revisit our thoughts from these 700 episodes, as well as thoughts from this bear market. What did we see? What didn't we, what did we miss? What do we wish we had done? What do we think is going to happen next? So stay tuned for all that. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for being a vital part of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. And thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. I want you to picture both Travis and I looking you directly in the eyes at the same time. Both of us looking like one eye is looking at me. One eye is looking at him. It's not weird. And we're both saying, we love you. And, and you're feeling, you're feeling that love. Even Do as your I best speak. Marty Feldman. <laughs> okay. If you guys are, don't know who that is, look <laughs> it up and uh, you'll enjoy that. We'll catch you next time. Until then, stay bad. I might need to be on the thumbnail. Marty Feldman. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> With a little bubble over his head saying, I love, we love you. <laughs> Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.